welcome to our lot in block five, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners. And, I, and to my left, I have Stuart Izzard. Hello, Stuart. Good evening, gentlemen. Yes, and uh, not a great uh, weekend for Arsenal, particularly, was it? Not to be... Um, you, you sort of come to expect it, though, Matt, unfortunately. So, yeah, not a shock. Um, uh, there you go, same old, innit? And to my right, a man who won £197 on his birthday drinks, only betting on girly names of horses, including Ballet Concerto, Gossip Gal and Mittens. It's John Rubin. Even though. Right. <laughs> so, um, first stat... I actually to... won money yesterday as well. I won money yesterday. Oh, did in you? The game yesterday, it was all right. What, on the... Yeah, my free game? bet. We're making something the wrong way round. But I'll put like a tenner on both teams to score. Yeah. And then a free bet, which was a fiver on both teams not to score, which is the in play one, which you bet immediately. Yeah. But I've, you know, I thought it was one seven, only 17 quid, but you know, it's what you're going to do. So, so yeah, it's been going away. I, I, I weren't going to bet on the Arsenal game because the only thing I was going to do was bet them to lose. And I'm, I can't bet against Arsenal, so. Well, um, here's a stat for you. No team has ever won the league after losing away to Stoke. That is the, oh, well. the grim reality of the result <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, when you look at both games we've played, we've been a bit shit in both games. We've just got away of it against Leicester because they're more open than what Stoke were. And I fucking hate Stoke. Not that my... You know, in you know, incessant uh, WhatsApp messages would have you know made it too clear. I really hate them, fucking ourselves. Yes, uh, I mean we. Do, I guess we. I, I mean, I, I don't know where to start. Really, I know that we um, brought back some players, so we brought Mustafi back. I didn't think that was a particularly good idea. Considering the way he played, um, yeah, he's back fit. Well, he—I mean, he just looked really rusty. Um, he seemed to be intent on getting forward and kicking the ball out of play. See, that was a game um, I would have had Murtison back. You know, someone who's a bit of a lump. It was a bit strange that he was on the bench. I know he was on the bench, but I would have had him on the on the field. He reads the game so well, Murtison. But there's no way we would have conceded that goal if he had been in the back three. Well, I mean, it was, again, it's a, a typical sort of goal against Arsenal, really, wasn't it? In that we end up committing too much going forward, get caught on the break. And, I mean, I didn't think Petr particularly covered himself in glory. No, because the ball, Xhaka gives the ball away again, yeah. though, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's... First game against Leicester, and then away at Stoke. And I mean, Butland had a good game, to be fair, didn't he? But you know, he's the one that you wanted to play for England, wasn't he, John? But uh, he's, you know, he was, and, and, and to be honest, the way he's playing uh, for us, I want him instead of Peter Cech. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I suppose Czech didn't have actually that much to do in the game, but um, he did make one good save from Hesse uh, in the first half, didn't he? Um, 
sort of rushing yeah. out. But yeah. even that, I'm not sure whether it was the right decision to rush out on him in that position because all he needed to do was pick a pass to someone. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was a but, bit sort of nervy from Czech in front of a back three that didn't look comfortable ever, really, did they? No, no. Um, so Kalasinac didn't particularly... He didn't sort of rekindle that same sort of aggression he had last week. Um, and Mustafi seemed to be the one who was... Uh, taking it upon himself to go forward but I just didn't ever find a pass or and then was you know seemed to be caught a couple of times out by play it, it was just it was just such a modern day Arsenal performance wasn't yeah, it that's, yeah. a, that's that's the thing and um, yeah you so yeah we, we've spoke about what our thoughts were for the season I think I don't think any of oh you did sorry Matt you thought we'd win the league but I don't think anyone seriously thought that there would be a summer of change. It's going to be the same old, the same old shit for the rest of the year, isn't it? For the rest of this season, um, we're going to lose more games like this during the season. I think it's and it's horrible to say it, but you sort of half knew that we were going to lose that Saturday. You know, when, when they scored, I was. I know we were unlucky. Lacazette's really it this arse for an offside. Yeah, um, that was a bit And it was a good finish from him, to yeah. be fair. But there's no way that linesman saw that offside. It's absolutely impossible because yeah. every replay they made, they called it like about an inch offside. There's no fucking way that linesman saw that. No. And no. I thought the attacking players were supposed to be given the benefit of the doubt in those very close situations. Um, which obviously he didn't. I think that he had called offside from a completely different moment of play. Oh, yes, definitely. I I don't think he thought that he was offside in the way that was proven. I I think he thought that Ramsey had passed it to him or something, Um, or that Ramsey was the one offside, or I don't know. But when the ball goes in... As, as far as I'm concerned, he's onside because he, even if his heel is slightly behind, you know, tiny amount behind, he's running away from the goal um, and he should be given the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. It was a great shot, though. Lovely hit. Yeah, it was a lovely a lovely goal. Uh, <laughs> but there, <laughs> there you go. I think there was two shouts for penalties. One particularly strong one in the first half. I mean, I thought it was a bolt-on penalty. When Bellerin. Yeah, it was that Bellerin, yeah. But it looks like he kind of loses control a bit, so I think the referee kind of waves it away because he didn't think that Bellerin had, had taken a very good touch. More than, you know, if he if he had knocked it stone dead onto his feet for a shot, you get the feeling yeah, that maybe. Yeah, it would have yeah, been a yeah. pen. Second one, I think there's a handball um, on the edge of the area. I'm not sure about that handball. No, that was more ball to hand. That wasn't a deliberate handball. Well, it was a clumsy ball to hand because he knees it onto his own hand and he's obviously trying to stop the ball from going in. I mean, I felt like too many of them are not given and then it'll be one against us that'll get given. Uh, <laughs> you can just see it. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably Sandy at Liverpool. <laughs> I mean, what about Ozil again? I, mean, I just despair, really. I, Did he I, play? Did Ozil play? <laughs> yeah. and to be I, honest, though, he had a chance to shoot. I'll tell you why, he's getting on my nerves. The way he plays, he's definitely afraid of shooting. He had a chance, you know, and he then looks to pass it. And you think, what are you doing to stick your laces through? You're supposed to be one of the best players in the world, apparently. He's not even fucking one of the best players on the pitch. You know, that's just a disgrace, man. He he come to us full of fanfare, and he's supposed to be brilliant and skillful, and he's too scared to bloody shoot. What his fucking problem is, we, we need someone, like Wright or Henri, to come in and go, this is how you shoot on target. I mean, Bellerin, what a weak shot. I mean, fucking, I mean, all right, he had an effort. But, oh, shocking. He just needs to hit that so much harder. I mean, the one that stands out for me in this game for criticism is Danny Welbeck, just for... Oh, the header. <laughs> shit, shit, I mean, there was about three times. There's one where he's through on goal and he allows someone to get back at him. It looked like it could have been a penalty just before we got... The um, the offside goal, he rushes through on goal. Um, before that, he had dicked about with one, which he should have shot. Oh he had yeah, the header. Um, the header's pathetic. And you know, I just think it, it, it. He looks he looks good at times, but it's his lack of control and lack of composure. I mean, he's constantly sort of missing the ball in the area and sort of miss. It comes off his shoulders and it's like he's totally out of control of his body. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though? Well, the only <laughs> people actually want to shoot him. The only two people that ever really fancy having a go is Ramsey and Sanchez. They're the only ones who go, look, there's the ball, there's the goal. He had our most shots, didn't he? Did Other he have that, most everyone shots, else Ramsey? fucking passes it through. Didn't he have our most shots about, on I mean, target Saturday? Did he? Ramsey. Yeah, There's I think one where so. He sort of slips on his ass and puts it straight to the keeper. Um, yeah, I mean, I just uh, it, uh, we're obviously missing Sanchez, aren't we? That's one thing to say that Welbeck. We could be getting used to that in another week's time, oh, couldn't exactly. we? And you know, there is no way that we should lose him without getting something else in his place because Danny Welbeck is it's definitely not the answer. On. I'll is bet you. The thing is, the longer it drags on, and the less chance we've got to sign in any replacement. I mean, apparently Roma are interested in uh, Mares. Well, fuck that. Let's just, just us go for it. Let's just us putting a bid in for Mares. We're, even we're not, we're not doing any more business, bid. John. Oh, we're not doing any more no, business. He's already said that. Well, he said, I won't be doing any more business until we've offloaded some players. Which, which we was, have today. Um, yeah, so he said, uh, we have too many players. It's not manageable. Many clubs are in this situation. That is why the transfer market is quiet. We you have start too many players. Um, to start loaning them out. There's enough for two. Well, we have. Well, we've loaned two. Some of our players. No, we can do more. I mean, stick them down to like the bloody second or third division, if you like. You know, yeah. just get them as many off the books that we don't need. Well, who was it who was uh, interested in someone quite derogatory, I would have said? 
was interested in Jack Wilshere, someone in the first division. Millwall, so. <laughs> but we, I mean, we've, today we've uh, loaned out Carl Jenkinson and Cohen Bramall to Birmingham. Why did we have to loan them? Why don't we just sell these players? I mean, Carl well, we've Jenkinson, only just signed Bramall, haven't we, to be fair to him? Yeah, to we be, only signed okay, him in January. Fair, fair to him, but Carl Jenkinson, there is no future for him at Arsenal Football Club, is there? No. And so why do we persist in having this player on our books? Why don't we just sell him? I think it's the wages that they're on. Yeah. They're all on such high wages that all these other clubs just can't... They might be able to afford to buy them, but they can't... You know, it's tricky getting rid of them because they want so much money. Well, you hold on, Stuart. Right? You can't tell me that if he was sold to Birmingham, right, he can get regular first-team football and still... Pulling thirty to forty grand a week—that's that's enough. And some like Jenkinson, it's like either that or you go on loan, you come back, and you don't do nothing. You might actually be a millionaire, but you're never going to play football. Yeah, no, you know? I get that, John. But then if you've still got a contract at Arsenal Football Club and you're um, getting paid no, 60, you mean. 70 grand a week, I don't know what, for example, he's on, but. That's that's the trouble with us trying to get rid of a lot of players. They all yeah. want too much money. And then, I mean, he he knows that he's made that mistake, Finger, in the past, where he's too eager to sign long, long-term deals for players who haven't proven themselves. I mean, he he had signed uh, Rams, Ramsey, Jenkinson, uh all the English players in one go, all on five-year deals, didn't he? All the yeah, British yeah. players he'd signed together with Will Shear and, and co. And that's backfired massively because none of those have really featured, apart from Ramsey. Um, and some of them probably are on decent money. But, I mean, t- today there's been another news story that now we're thinking of selling Mustafi. Um We've just got rid of Gabriel. We can't lose another one. It says that it's believed that Mustafi had struggled to bond with some of his teammates and Arsene Wenger thinks Nacho, Monreal and Kolasinac are more capable of stepping into his shoes. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that could be just naughty journalists winding people up. Um... But he did have a poor game on Saturday. After yeah, Saturday. no, I think I think I think we we said. Well, I certainly said it. All this should have been done ages ago, and and we've got ourselves into another mess, another summertime mess. Yeah, and and we're not ready. We're not ready for the start of the season yet again. And it's 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 shocking by the football club, really. But then, like I say, I think we've all we're all so sort of fed up with it that we've almost become used to it if you like it's it's just the norm I, I, you know I mean obviously gutted Saturday that we lost but it I don't honestly think anyone was really stunned by the fact we lost at Stoke the fact we've only won five of our last twice. ten or lost five of our last ten there or something we've you won know, twice in ten it wasn't. What it's I'm saying is, it wasn't. It wasn't a shock for anybody that we lost on Saturday. I, you know, which shows how lower down the pecking order Arsenal have become as a football club. 
Mm. You know, you know, they was soundly. I know it was only one nil at Everton, but they were beaten by Everton, soundly beaten by Everton. Well, you know, you, that's the sort of teams we're in against now, and and I think you know we're gonna we're gonna do very well to to maybe finish either than where we did last season. Yeah, it's it's that obvious. You know, Everton win again tonight. I'm not saying then so City have lost, but. City and Everton's a bigger game, you know. Stoke City's you've got to you've got to be at least having something as a as a, a, a fight back. Second game of the season, you should be right up for it. But no, yet again, load of old rubbish. And unfortunately, it's it's just the norm, and and I don't think our man can see it still, which is a shame because you would have hoped the two year contract extension he'd have really got the bit between his teeth this summer and. And try well, we to... all imagine that that's what was happening. That you know, here's all the money you can spend. Go and get Mbappe. You know, get the most expensive footballer in the world and put Arsenal back. You know, and we're in with a shout of winning the title. And again, it's a bit like um, you know when like people go to the January sales and they come back with a load of shit and show you it. And yeah. You're thinking you would never have bought that. Um, yeah, yeah, if it had been a you know, if it had been a uh, a considered opinion about what clothes you should buy, you would never have bought that red pair of trousers or those, um, you know, gold slingbacks. You, you, <laughs> you, you know, you you just wouldn't. But because you've seen the price of them, their offer, that's what Arsene Wenger is always drawn towards. He's he's waiting for that last day of the season. He wants. That bargain. He wants to find that little oh, gem yeah, and yeah, no. pull them I mean, out. As as he wants to find watch this pen is is what he wants to find. But you know, I mean, if if you can't even sign Johnny Evans for thirty million pounds, as man, was it Man Why City? Thirty million Johnny, pounds, for Johnny Evans. Johnny Evans. This is Johnny Evans. Remember. You know the shit defender that Man United got rid of, and he's now worth thirty million. This is what the transfer market's like. It's absolutely nuts, isn't it? And Wenger is just not built for that. He can't. No. He can't even fathom the, the, the worth of. Well, with the Gabriel, with the Gabriel sale, with the with the um, Chesney sale, looks like Perez will be sold. Whether it's quite the amount we want, but. With, with those ones, with those ones, you think will definitely happen. By the time they've gone before next Thursday, you know we'd have only spent about twenty million, probably the lowest, one of the lowest amounts in the Premier League this summer. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously there is, there's got to be some irons in some sort of fire. Please, tell I don't me. think there is. I don't think there not is, even Matt. the Julian Draxler thing. No, I don't. I really, so Draxler really... wanted by PSG. Um, twenty-three year old, years old, uh, you know, a long-term target of ours, and we wouldn't yeah. be in for him. He'll sign for Swansea on deadline day, or it just—I I just think the man is, you know, he just like you say, he's always looking for a bargain. He's, he's uh, well, you know my thoughts on Arsene Wenger, so I'm not going to bore it. But I, I really don't see him spending or, or certainly signing any new players before the deadline shuts next Thursday. So I think it will purely be players out, not players in, and and still no contract signed for players. It's it's well to me, like I say, 
it's a mess. I mean, would um, you, and, and I think you this could, could be if you could I've had, keep sure. Jack Wilshere and get if you could say right, one of the two these two players has got to go, Jack Wilshere or Meza Ozil. Which one would you choose? Ozil goes. <laughs> I knew you'd say that, John. <laughs> He's been sent off tonight as well, hasn't he? Or was he in the 23s? Yeah, against Man City, he's been sent off, I think. Well, there you go. I mean, we... Yeah, no, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. And it, it it's. I, I've actually had some several bets with people that, although he has signed a new two year deal, I've had bets with people that he doesn't see out that deal. Because I think will. something something will give before yeah. that. Either the board will see it for what it is, or you know he'll he'll chuck his own sort of uh, thing. <clears throat> and I don't think he'll do that. But I I can't. It's already going to have Stuart, started. The board is never going to get rid of. Him. No, but it's already going to have started. But the board won't get rid. The reason why is all they care about is money. He doesn't spend it. And the club make a lot of money because Wenger's there because he's not spending the money. And that's all they give a shit about. They don't care if we fucking really end up like 18th or 17th in the league. As long as Wenger keeps making money, that's all they give a shit about. I mean, you wouldn't have seen it, Stuart, on the first day of the season. They interviewed Gazidis for the first time ever I've ever seen on uh, Sky Sports. Gary Neville sitting with him. And um, in the stands, in the sort of directors area. Yeah, I think you spoke about and, this last week, didn't you? You the, said just the, the sheer bollocks of the bloke to say that they had considered everything uh, when choosing the manager of Arsenal, and that Arsenal, Arsenal still was the best choice they could make. It was just just breathtaking uh, uh. to be so. Um, so painfully uh, sycophantic about the whole situation and, you know, really treating all the fans like absolute shit by his work, by the words he chose, you know, that, you know, everyone wants a quick results, but, you know, we, we think that, uh, you know, we take a long-term approach and blah, blah, blah. It's fucking long-term, by the way. We haven't won the league for God knows how long, have we? So no. 13, 14 years. So that's yeah. quite a long-term approach to try and win the league again, isn't it? Um, well, I, I, just, I just think the pressure will get too much this season. That and, Unless there's a some sort of magical, miracle turnaround. Like I say, I don't think this would... You know, this will be the first time we're talking about a disappointing away game somewhere this season. I, I think we've got another six, seven, or eight of those in us, um, and, and a few at home, no doubt. So, I mean, I, don't, I honestly don't don't see the reason why, when we played Stoke and the type of team they are, that we couldn't have started with Giroud and Lacazette in the same team, exactly. because. It's you know there's there's op- options with Giroud on the field. There's different options you can take, and he made an impact when he came on, didn't he? But yeah. it's too little, too late by that time, and you feel like actually Giroud deserved a chance to play. Um, 
I just can't see why Danny Welbeck <coughs> is that is the first choice in that situation. So the thing is, Giroud's, Giroud's a more physical player, defends very well. Welbeck likes to ball at his feet, he likes to run. And a team like Stoke are very big and very physical, and you need to try and match them. Welbeck ain't ever matching that. Giroud can match it, possibly Lacazette can, you know, and uh, well, Welbeck is probably better against like your likes of a Leicester or uh, Huddersfield. But when you are up against a big physical teams, even like Man City and that, you are going to need Giroud and Lacazette up front. That shadow of a doubt, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, what about the three at the back thing? I mean, we persist with it for now, but how quickly would you reckon that will change? When we get yeah. back, when we get, I mean, when we get all our proper centre-backs fit, you know, when we get our Mertesack and Concelny back, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, the only thing I'd argue with that... Is delay on my mic? Is used to, is there a delay on my mic? It takes about five seconds for anybody to respond after I've spoken. I get that. I get that about Koscielny, but he's the only one really missing, let's face it. Yeah. And he's not exactly renowned for his, you know, every single week. No. He's, be- he's bound to pick up injuries. We're going to have to deal with this. Why was Rob Holding just dropped? Yeah, that's what I... I mean, it's ridiculous... When yeah. I, it's almost like the, it feels like there was some sort of blame attached to him for the the goals against yeah. Leicester. Or, well, or, you know, it's like oh, it's a difficult away trip. We don't want you to get involved, Rob. It's like there's no cotton wool now. We need results every game. Yeah, I don't see. I don't. I'm, to me, you've got to say Mustafi. You're the only recognised central defender. You're the one in the middle. Put, um, put out. Uh, take one of the either Kalasinac or um, yeah. Why was why why was Bellerin playing left back? It's just ridiculous, isn't it? The whole situation. You know, it, that's what I'm saying. We we, no. we are a mess. We're a mess. We spoke we spoke about it before about we played players out of position. This is the second game of the season. It's not like second to last game when we've got to patch up a squad or. It, to me, it's 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 mental, absolutely mental, that we're playing our first choice right back at left back on on a second game of the season. It to me, it's well, it, it says everything about Arsene Wenger. Unfortunately, he's he, you know it's um, it's a mess. That's that's I'm going to leave it there because I'm getting depressed. And is it me or is Ozil turning more and more into one of those South Park emo characters? <laughs> you know, like his hair seems to be getting even more foppish. He sort of almost—you can see him like blowing it out of his eye <laughs> now. And yeah. his whole demeanour—you know—it it screams last year of contract can't be bothered to play. If you want me to run my contract down, this is how I'm going to play for the rest of the season. I just—you know—it's shocking, really, isn't it? I should put yeah. one of the younger. But one of the younger guys in the, you know in the midfield who actually will put a shift in, who actually are desperate to play and prove it themselves. Um, what's his name? Um, oh God, what's his name? 
Oh, he's got that spiff moustache. <laughs> oh, what, the Reese Reese uh, Nelson. Nelson, or... No, the other one. Um, Bloody hell. I know what you mean. He's got a little thin moustache. Black guy, I can't remember his name. Um, it's the, the, well, the Maitland top. Niles. Ainsley Maitland yeah. Niles. Well, yeah. he was. They were putting him. He was putting him at like um, centre back, wasn't he? In the yeah, Australian yeah, in tour. pre-season. Yeah. And, Have we got Joel Campbell back as well? well <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he's still on our books. He hasn't even yeah. got a squad number at the minute now. Um, we got Zelenin back as well. Is he still at Rangers? Nothing. No, he, he was bought, sold, nah. wasn't he? No, Has he's he not been sold. He's not been sold. Isn't he? No, I don't think so. No. I know that, um, I mean, I, anything, uh, it, the way Ozil played, you didn't need him on the pitch. And he stayed on the pitch for the whole game, did he? Did they eventually uh, take him off? They didn't take Welbeck oh. off, which was shocking to me. They took off Lacazette and put on Walcott at one point. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. I don't believe that Lacazette is not fit enough to play 90 minutes, but he's been treated like he's not fit enough to play 90 minutes at the minute. I just think all of these decisions look dodgy on the face of it. You know, you've got 10 minutes to go, and you take your, your number one striker, the one who's already put the ball in the net. Yeah, yeah. And you bring on... Who kept getting taken off last year for that? 70 minutes to go or 8 minutes to go who was it regular as clockwork off you went it was like what are you doing why you keep taking him off I can't remember who it was bloody hell it'll come to me at some point but regular is he saying regular whatever it was probably Ramsey I mean I thought Ramsey actually was our best player on Saturday yeah he seemed to um he seemed a bit more fit. He looks more lively. You know, to be honest, though, he, he, he does have a point to prove against. He does. There is a little he bit hates of that. Um, and he always puts the shift inside. But I just thought he helped energise our midfield when, really, Ozil needed to be the one finding trying to find Lacazette. And I, I would have thought, preferred to just put El Nenny on. Uh, you know, didn't have Ozil on the field. You yeah. have to say. But anyway, it's done now. I mean, it's yeah. not the end of the world, is it? We're not the only team to have lost a game in the opening few weeks. Um, no, but the, I think the um, optimism and the hope that something <laughs> might change is now definitely gone. We know we know where we are again for another season, don't we? Pretty much, I guess. But it's a different sort of place we're in. You know, two left-backs playing centre-back, one right-back playing left-back. You know, <laughs> so these are things are new ways of messing up our season. Yeah, I um, suppose so. Rather than just, last Just year, said though. that it's all over in August, that's all I would say. <laughs> well, come on, we've got a podcast to do, Stuart. Sorry, mate. It's, it's Sorry. good to um, stay optimistic in these times. Yeah. We've got Liverpool next week, and, you know... Yeah, that's r- great. They're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, uh, talking about ropey right backs, um, it's time for uh, tonight's reading from Paul Merson's autobiography. And we find uh, that 
um, that even if you are a bit of a ropey right back and responsible for losing us the League Cup final, and and for being my go-to delay tactic, shall we say, that Paul Merzen was actually genuinely scared of. Who do you think? Nigel Winner. Who's my delay tactic? Your delay tactic? Yeah, if I need to keep going, if you like. Oh! <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, who was that? <laughs> Gus Caesar. Gus Caesar, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul My delay did, tactic. <laughs> Paul Merson and him did not get on, and as we find out in uh, Matt Reeves from Paul Merson's autobiography. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the deal is done Oh my God, Gus Caesar was as hard as nails. When he played in the Arsenal defence, he always had a ricket in his locker and the fans sometimes got on his back a little bit because he made the odd cock up. But what he lacked in technique, he definitely made up for in physique. He was the muscliest footballer I'd ever seen. I reckon he could have killed someone with a Bruce Lee style one inch punch if you wanted. <laughs> a lot of the time I got the impression he was just waiting for an excuse to try it out on me. I had a habit of rubbing him up the wrong way. It all kicked off with me and Gus in 1989 when Arsenal took the players away to Bermuda for a team holiday. Can I just stop there? A team yeah. holiday in Bermuda. Yeah. What on earth is that? Yeah, <laughs> just go on a holiday to Bermuda with uh, twenty-two other blokes. Yeah, the whole squad went to a nightclub and we got the beers one night, messing around, having a laugh. All of a sudden, Gus started shouting at me. A drunken argument over nothing—a spilt pint, maybe—had got out of hand. A scuffle broke out, handbag stuff, really, and Gus poked me in the eye just as a pair of us were being separated. It bloody hurt, and I was proper angry. But because it wasn't much of a fighter, I knew that poking Gus back would have been stupid. He would have torn me limb from limb. I reckon on bet on a bet, better way to get my own back. So I left the commotion, let the commotion calm down, staggered away, belly aching, checking to see if I was permanently blind. Then Baldy and me went back to the hotel, leaving everyone behind. He walked us up to reception, casual as like, and blagged the key to Gus's door. It was party time. I was going to cause some serious damage to his room. In hindsight, it was a suicidal move, because Gus had always been sharing with midfielder Paul Davis, who was hardly a softie. He'd infamously smacked Southampton's midfield hardman Glenn Cockrell in the middle of the game in 1988. The blow knocked him out cold and the punch was all over the papers the next day because it had been caught on the telly. Paul was banned for nine games after that, after the FA viewed the evidence, which was unheard of in those days, and Glenn slurped hospital food for a wide jaw for the best part of a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew not to cross Great. Paul, but that... That was in the sober light of day. I was well gone and angry that night, so I didn't care. Once I got into Gus and Paul's room, I went mental and trashed it. Now listen to the, the trashing. Listen to his method of trashing. 
I stamped on a very expensive. On the floor? <laughs> no, he doesn't in this one. I stamped on a very expensive-looking watch and smashed the board games that were lying around on the floor. <laughs> Footballers didn't have PlayStations in those days. Monopoly was the closest thing we had to entertainment without draining the minibar, and we'd done that already. Then I threw a bucket of water up onto the ceiling, leaving it to drip, drip, drip down throughout the night. <laughs> it was a five-star <laughs> hotel, but I couldn't give a toss. I threw a bed out onto the balcony window. Then me and Baldy laughed all the way back to our room. So basically he had ripped a Monopoly board up and chucked a bucket of water on the ceiling. <laughs> that was what he <laughs> I woke up not long afterwards, still pissed. Everything was swimming back to me. The fight, Gus jabbing me in the eye and the red mist coming down. An imaginary crime scene photo of all the trashed hotel rooms slapped me across the face like a wet cod. In my head, it looked like it was CSI MERS. I sat up in bed with a horrible morning after the night before feeling and started moaning, my head in my hands. Oh no, what the fuck have I done, I whispered. In the panic, I got dressed and padded across the corridor, hoping I could tidy up the mess before the lads got back. But it was too late. Paul Davis had pinned a note on the door. Gus, the little shits have bust the room up. Just leave it and go and sleep somewhere else. Paul, I crawled back into bed, knowing I was done for. Hours later, the phone rang in our room. It was George. He was not happy. Room 312 now, he shouted. Baldy got up. I tried to pull myself together, splashing my face with water and hauling on my shorts and flip-flops. It was a lovely day outside. The sun was scorching hot and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. But it might as well have been pissing wet morning in St Albans for all I cared. I felt sick to the pit of my stomach as we walked to the room of death, 3212, which I knew was Paul and Gus's room. When we walked in, I thought I'd arrived in downtown Baghdad. Water dripping from the ceiling, the board games were all in pieces and all the plastic parts were scattered all over the floor. It turned out that they belonged to the kids of Vice Club, Club Vice Chairman David Dean. He'd lent them to the squad for that week, believing we'd appreciate the gesture, seeing that we were grown adults. <laughs> <laughs> George stood up and started the dressing down. What's all this, Paul? Yes, I know, boss, I said. Me and Gus had a bit of an argument. I came back here and trashed his room. He nodded, weighing up the situation. Well, why don't you go outside now and sort it out between yourselves, he said. What? I started shaking. Gus looked like a caged Rottweiler, gagging for his dinner. I sobered up sharpish, because I knew I didn't want to fight Gus. He would have killed me. Gus knew it too. He was cracking his knuckles, working his muscles to the upper body. Then Paul Davis piped up. Yeah, why don't you go outside and sort it out, Murs? Fight him. Fuck that. I backed down, apologised, grovelled and took my punishment. Nobody smoked me, spoke to me for two months afterwards and I was chucked out of the players' pool. That was bad news. The players' pool was a cut of the TV money which was shared among the team from Arsenal's FA and League Cup runs. They added up a lot to a lot of cash in those days. I could earn more, more money from the players' pool than from my wages and appearances put together. I was gutted. Well, there you go. Two of a worst to take on Gus Caesar. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, well... 
I see it is yeah. that he has a rare regard, gets angry, yeah. and just smashes out a few balls from that. Yeah, when he's scared of one with Perry Groves, she has a woman with Perry Groves who's a mate of his, and he shits in his pillowcase. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, obviously. He's in his mate's pillowcase <laughs> and breaks up a fucking window. <laughs> and some bloke does a. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, oh, poor old David Dean though. I mean, old Mousetrap must have come back in a right old state. Yeah, <laughs> no more, like, no more Arsenal... Fenchurch Street. Yeah. <laughs> Operation, all the bits are missing. All the buzzer, you have to make your own buzzer. <laughs> oh dear. So um, bless him. There you go. More of that next week, and um, now it's time for uh, the oh, well. Well, I suppose we have to. Due to impartiality rules, we have to now welcome Wayne Kerr with the Tottenham News. Over to you, Wayne. The headlines tonight. Harry won't hit a cow's arse in a banjo till the window closes. Conte warns every team will be thinking that it's Wembley. Wahey! <laughs> Davison Sanchez is like a combination of Jim Davison and Alexis Sanchez, says Deli Ali. Tough, combative, with an unfortunate streak of racist humour. <laughs> but, but, but first, let's go. All right, John. <laughs> Keep it professional, John. But first, let's go over to our man on Wembley Way, Spunky Nigel, who's been meeting Spurs supporters who have some interesting ways of curing the Spurs curse of Wembley. Yes, hello, welcome to Wembley Way, uh, Wayne. Um, it's Monday night, uh, so it's quite quiet now, but I have been meeting some uh, Spurs fans who have come up with some very interesting ways of um, trying to beat the Spurs curse. Uh, one uh, such fan was burning an effigy of Christian Gross and chanting, To Dare is to Do. I'm not sure whether I'm sure that will, would work. Um, but uh, apparently Yuri Geller has been brought in, the bender. Uh, Stuart, <laughs> and he's going to be bending the posts so that Harry's sh- Kane's shots go in in August. Kane, yes. who, who uh, has now who, who's August hoodoo, he smashed all records with 32 attempts on goal in 12 matches in August and never ever scoring. So uh, good luck to the bender, Yuri Geller. Um, <laughs> very heavily linked with Fulham before, but now obviously another shit team who play in black and white. Uh, will be part of his thinking. Um, so back to you, Wayne. Um, do, do you know? Uh, is there an alternative way I can get out of here? Because I don't really want to go to Wembley Station. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's not any way out unless you want to go uh, with a bloke called Mark and end up being sick everywhere. <laughs> so that's the news headlines tonight, fellas. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would like to say well done for the weekend, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> more next week. Thank you, Wayne and <laughs> Nigel. Uh, well, what do you reckon? It's one all, by the way. Oh, is it? What yeah. do we reckon of Tottenham? Then is that Wembley curse going to continue? Do I did. Think? I did. I did say I think they're going to find it harder this season being at Wembley. I mean, don't get me wrong. Chelsea needed to win, didn't they? It was. Um, that yeah, they sort of had to bounce back, but yeah, I, I do think they're going to find it 
it, their, their wing their wing games there, but it, it's not going to be like it would have been had they been at White Hart Lane again this season. I don't think. Yeah, I, I think the only chance. game they'll win there. The only game they're going to win there is against us. Do you reckon? <laughs> when do we play them there? <laughs> Uh, not till next year, yeah, isn't it? it? I think we've got them at in home February first time. in November. So, yeah. Well, unless we draw them in the Caribou Cup, is that what it's called now? Yeah. Is what is that? That Fuck stuff off. that's like chocolate, but for, v- uh, for people who don't. That's carrot. Carrot. K- What's caribou? I thought it was an animal. Caribou was like an ox, isn't it? A caribou, yeah. it's like a um, not a reindeer. Yeah, it's like so a, the caribou cup is yeah. sponsored by a reindeer. Yeah, maybe it's one of Father Christmas's. Prancer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. vixen. Yeah, one of them. Like. Well, it's called the caribou cup, definitely. No way. <laughs> look, look on your Sky Sports app and look at your scores, live scores. Look at tomorrow's fixtures and you'll see Caribou Cup. Is it one of those, like, um, delivery services for food? Like Deliveroo? I don't know. Caribou. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you know what the Caribou company does, please let us know. Or maybe it's just the animal. I thought, you know, this year we'll name... The League Cup, the Caribou Cup, the FA Cup can be called the Impala Cup or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, the Caribous are thinking, oh, you know what? We are just not getting enough press nowadays. <laughs> Let's fucking sponsor the shit English Cup. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not going to get any sponsorship anyway because it's shit, isn't it? The League Cup. But there we go. Carabayo. Yeah. Carabayo. Carabao. Carabao. <laughs> yeah, what do they do, John? I was going to find out. <laughs> well, you do. Um, I thought this week for the Match of the Day quiz we would have uh, a, a, a nationality quiz. Oh. Don't worry, it's nothing to do with Brexit. Uh, this is just... Name energy energy drink. Sorry? It's a Thai energy drink. Oh, is it? Oh, it's well. launched in 2002 by the Carabao to Wang Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Carry on, John. <laughs> Wang what? <laughs> oh, dear. Carry on. <laughs> It could be Caribou. I'm sure the Caribou. Oh, it's like a Caribou's head. It's a skull. <laughs> it's it's a Caribou. The way yeah. company. Oh, dear. Oh, before we get ourselves oh, into trouble. <laughs> oh, dear. Ten men now as well. Oh, are they? What have they lost? Schneidlin. Schneidlin's been sent off. Oh, did you know the Carabas was... Um, oh, of course it is a Carabas. That's a scavenger. Carabas is a genus of beetle in the family Carabidae. There you go. <laughs> Carabidae? It's a Carabidae? It's, it's a beetle that washes your ass. 
Right, so uh, <laughs> so uh, this week's uh, it's the match of the day quiz. So this week is about nationality of players. So I've got 15 players here, four, uh, seven each and one tiebreaker. You've got to name the nationality of the player. That's it. It's easy as that, really. Wow. So who wants to go first? Go on, I will this week. Right then. So, um, Stuart, you've chosen to go first. I think that the f- ones first are a little bit harder, maybe. Well, there's a fucking surprise. <laughs> See how you get on. Some of them are easy. Uh, the first one, Ali Al Habzi. What nationality? Uh, um, Al Habzi. He that was the um, Bolton goalkeeper, wasn't That's it? That's right. Yep. And he, he played for Reading. And yeah, was he? Um... Was he in goal for Wigan or someone like that? At the end, when we yeah, yeah, the FA yeah, Cup? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say ooh, Kuwait. No, it's close. It's Oman. He's from Sean Gota. Feed the goat and he will score. Um, I'll go Jamaica. It's close again. It's Bermuda. He's from... Oh. Uh, Paolo Wonchop. There's a lot of um, sort of Man City players here, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wonchop was South American. He. Um, mm-hmm. He was. Ah. Uh, uh, it's like. I don't think he was Venezuelan, but he, he's like a oh um oh fucking hell! Come on, uh, Peru. He was Costa Rican. He was Costa Rican. Yeah, yes. Costa Rican. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, number four, Ryan Nelson, New Zealand. Correct. Number five, Stephen Pinar, South Africa. That's correct. And here's a quite a difficult one. Stefan Sessignon. Uh, is there no Man United one at the moment? Sessignon. I think he used to play, uh, for, he used to play for West Brom. Or... Yeah, I thought he was French. No. I'll say France. No, not according to this. It was uh, Benin. Oh. Was from... And your final uh, one, uh, Javier Chicharito Hernandez. Mexico. Is correct. So that's three out of seven, I make it. Three. Yeah. It's pretty good going, I think. Um, so here's yours, uh, John. Um, oh, go number one, Kenwin Jones. You've been gone too long. Was <laughs> he one? Was he one uh, no. Can win Jones, no, you've been gone too long. N- n- no. I don't even think it's still singing. Sorry. What did you say? 
I said, no, it's not That's what I know. Uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, okay. Emmanuel yeah. Adebayor. Why am I struggling with that? Why am I struggling with Emmanuel Adebayor? Because he's not Nigerian, is he? No. So that's I wrong. I can't remember. <laughs> so that's I wrong. said he's not Nigerian. I didn't say yeah, he is. So, oh, so he's not, not Welsh then. He's not. <laughs> Just keep going uh, through all the African countries. Um, I'm just going to say Togo or something like that. I can't yeah, remember what it was. It was Togo. It was Togo. That's what I said, Togo. Yeah. Yeah. It was Togo, yes. That's right. There you go, so that's one right. <laughs> uh, Vincent Company. Easy. Oh, it shows you how much fucking much I take pay attention to football, man. Um. Come on, John. These, these ones are definitely easier. They probably are. Just, you know what? And that's what it's given to me, knowing that I won't fucking know them. Um, oh, fuck. I'm going to say German. Belgium. No, he's from Belgium. He's Belgium. Yeah, yeah, he's Belgium. Uh, Luis Suarez. What is it? Frick. Um, that's an easy one. Spanish. Uruguay. Uruguay. Yeah, he's from Uruguay, yeah. Uh, okay. George, George, George Kinkladze. That's another bloody Man City, isn't he? Was he Man City? Yeah, yeah, I know it. Was he Romanian? No, Georgian. That's it, he was Georgian. He's, he's close to yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> fuck me. Oh. Portuguese. Portuguese, correct. And your final one, this is for the draw. Uh, yeah. Osvaldo yeah. Ardiles. Oh, do me a <laughs> favour. Argentinian. Argentinian, yes. My God, that's criminal. Okay, so there's a tiebreaker. So the first Go person then. to call out the right country... Um, Wins, I guess. Yeah. So the the player is George Weyer. Liberia. That's it. Correct. Yeah. Well done, Stuart. Liberian player. You know that you came. In. So my mate thought that, that song was called Librarian Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who would? She's not even in a library in the video. <laughs> Where do you think it was that? Oh, Never mind. Oh I just pay no attention to where people come from. If they're not Arsenal, I just don't care. We yeah, but nearly got that one. struggle with Togo. <laughs> yeah, but out of my arm, I've kind of scrubbed from my fucking brain, man. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, Liverpool, uh, let's uh, make some predictions. 3-0 three, three Liverpool. No, come I'm on. I'm going to say 3-0 Arsenal. 3-0 Arsenal. I reckon we'll probably get a draw. I'll say 2-2 two, two draw. Really? Oh, I don't know, Stuart. But, you know, I've got to try and stay a bit hopeful. Nah, I don't. I don't. 
I mean, well, we get, they, is Koscielny they, they, coming back in that game? Yes, I hope so. so the, the only, only, the only thing here. that might go in our favour is they have got a Champions League qualifier on Tuesday or Wednesday night this week. And what continues to go in our favour is the Coutinho situation because he hasn't. Has he, did he play? No, I don't think so. Whether he plays at the weekend, if that's still all up in the air. I was worried about that. Sane is the one I... um, Not Sane. Mane. Mane is the one I worry about with us. He seems to enjoy playing against us. Um, Yeah, I I, I really... I'm really looking at the way we have been at the back and the way Liverpool are going forward. Mm. Um, yeah, I, 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 I sort of fear for us a bit on Sunday. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I, I can see him two or th- getting two or three. It's whether we can do anything the other way. Well, I think we definitely can because of, they've been pretty weak. I mean, they drew three all against Watford was it Watford on their opening yes yeah yeah, yeah. Watford yeah. looked like a decent side going forward anyway actually um, which was sort of confirmed they won at the weekend didn't they With their, their new yeah manager, they got their new they, manager they won at Bournemouth didn't Bournemouth, they yeah they won at Bournemouth was it yeah yeah um, but I just you know I mean it's always that way with Liverpool they can be real dust-ups, can't they, when we were both good going forward and shit defending, so it usually makes for plenty of goals. But I would like to see us employ a bit more of a defensive tactic in the f- to, to start with, because I just think um, we always go there. Okay. Yeah, we do. I'd like have players in the right positions, basically. Yeah. You know, it's, not, no, it's not the sort of game you want no off the Ozil. back of losing the Stoke, is it? What you don't want is you don't want Ozil, you want uh, Bellerin back on the right. You both want Elneny, um, Xhaka and Ramsey in midfield. You want Mertesacker, Kachelny and Mustafi. Mm. And I'd have Monreal on the left. I don't see what, any reason why we wouldn't have holding the team. Yeah, maybe, but I'd have Lacazette and Giroud up front starting. <sighs> so I wouldn't. Even, I would just basically leave Walcott at home. Ozil at home. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we'd all love to see Walcott left at home, but it's not going to happen, is it? He sometimes has good games against Liverpool, doesn't he? Bound to get picked. Yeah. Yeah, like you haven't scored for one game, Lacazette. So I'm afraid. Yeah, you're dropped. dropped. <laughs> he'll, yeah, he'll get left at home, and Walcott will be the main name up top, won't he? Mm. Anyway, no, no. so uh, all that to look forward to, and who knows, we might actually sell some players this week and get some new ones in. But we've got. Don't hold your breath, this listeners. Is the, the last game before the transfer window closes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. and then we'll yeah. see the draw for the Europa League and what hellhole of a yeah. Uh, that's Friday. Is that European Friday? Hellhole we end up in. Is that Friday? Isn't it the draw? Friday morning. Friday? Yeah, I think so. So uh, 
Do you reckon we could do a quick? Do you reckon we could do a quick? Um, oh no, no, we can't because it's Thursday. I was going to say do a quick transfer centre special. But I'm at a gig on Friday on the Thursday. It's not this Thursday. It's next Thursday. That's what I meant. Yeah, but I'm on the first, I'm at a gig. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah happy I'm, to, I'm happy to run a, a transfer deadline day special, but it will be like, I might as well call it the paint drying show. Yes. Because, yes. as Stuart said, <laughs> we just don't think there's anything's going to happen. No, um, we'll end up like Brian Swan's song, sitting outside the Emirates with no one there. All yeah. disappointed and... Yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I don't, I really don't think there's anything to see there, John. But who knows? Who knows? Well, if I mean, let us know, viewers, if you think that we should do a deadline day special in the last hour of that deadline day. Maybe I'll get a yellow discuss. tie and everything. Stuart will get a yellow tie. Uh, um, I'll get uh, like a yellow oh. pair, pair of shorts. I'll try and put a picture of um, Ivory in the distance and get a video of myself making it. I'm outside Ivory. I'm at the wrong place. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you if you're interested in a show like that, let us know. If you're not, then just don't let us know, and we won't do it. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for joining us, boys. Yeah, cheers, and geezers. We'll see you cheers. next week. Come, Come on, on you gunners. Come on. All right. See ya.